1: So here we are, time for another sparkling edition of the Thought Police. Uh, I'm Mike Graham, you're Matt Kelly. I you am. were just telling me that we're uh, doing rather well in the, the charts well, on iTunes.
2: Well, according to iTunes, mm-hmm. we're like number 40-something in the all-time bestsellers in really? the news category. Yeah. That's very good. Well, we keep getting recommended um, yeah. On on in very good company, I'd have to say. So
1: thank yeah. you to everybody who's listening. Indeed. Um, and in fact, I did put out a... I mean, we may have to do it on Thursday. I did put out a little message on Twitter the other day with the uh, email address on. Yeah. So you might find there's a few emails knocking about, so we might have a look for those. We will. Um, But we should really talk about uh, the big story of the moment, uh, which was the storm from the weekend. Amazing. Because, I mean, I don't know where you were, Mm. but I was down in Sussex, and... We were having all kinds, so I was going, nah, it's never going to be as bad as they say, because I'm now convinced, basically, that the, the authorities, the powers that be, <laughs> never ever want a repeat of 1987. Michael, Michael Fish said, don't worry about the hurricane, there's not going to be a problem.
2: The lady is phoned yes, in, apparently. I know.
1: <laughs> I was just telling somebody the story, actually, about that, because uh, I was on honeymoon, believe it or not, in France, having just got married. I, I
2: can believe it in because you must have had about 27 honeymoons. I've only point. had one honeymoon. Really? Seven, okay. so. I've okay. had many honeymoon periods.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I've only had one honeymoon. Very exotic because I was living in New York at the time. Had a great party. Got married in Park Avenue. Had a party, Did you? Yeah, yeah. Had a party at church on Park Avenue. Nice, thirty about thirty seventh and, uh, and Park. Yeah, um, had a party at a friends' house, a loft in Greenwich in Soho, actually. Lovely. Um, then had a night at the um, one of the big hotels in New York, which is a present from my sister. Um, and then had another party on the Sunday at a pub, and then went to the airport and yeah. flew to Nice. Yeah. And there's no greater place. I don't know if you've ever, you ever know, for, like for a honeymoon for a honeymoon. Yeah. yeah, you've flown into Monte Carlo in a helicopter. Many times, you, so. yeah. But when you fly into Nice, it was one of those Elizabeth Taylor moments where yeah. you come off the – you see the mountains and the sea yeah. and you walk down the old gangplank or yeah. whatever it is, the stairs. <laughs> the gangplank. And plank. there you are, and you're suddenly in this really exotic part of the world and you feel like, a, the, you know, the king of kings. That's and when it was you great. know
2: you fly in economy is when you get a gangplank to walk <laughs> off. <on.
1: laughs> yeah, I'm afraid it was economy, I think. Um, it wasn't well that well off. But, um, but we didn't know anything about it because, yeah. of course, it was all happening – in Britain, yeah, and it didn't really happen in France. As much We I knew mean, about it. We drove all the way up yeah. to Calais because I was going to have another party in London, and um, got to Calais, I think. And we were planning to go on, a, on the hovercraft for the first time ever, um, and it wasn't running because of the sea. Yeah, and I went, "What's wrong?" And they went, "Well, it's very rough." <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "You joking?" And then we got to Dover, and there was a, there was a ferry capsized. That's
2: right, I remember in the it harbour. Well, yeah, that's unbelievable. Right. They were queuing outside the harbour, weren't they? To yeah. get anything? Yeah. I mean, I so funnily enough, I. Um, I was talking about this to my daughter this morning and said, "Here, what? Here is the funny thing." Mm. Uh, and showed them the Michael uh, Fish oh, yeah. clip, right? And then, and then saw a load of Google images from mm. that storm, and okay. it was insane. It I was. mean, there were like buildings torn yeah. to bits, the things getting their roofs torn off. It was a proper. My hurricane. my
1: parents' road, which was in Hampstead at the time, had about three trees down. Yeah, you know, just in the middle of the road, cars crushed. Yeah. And Did it, it coincide bit- with Dutch elm
2: disease, or it was might, that something? I don't know. No. Not sure. I can't say. Because I think it was the same sort of time, Mm. but. We got struck by Dutch elm and disease and lost a lot of Dutch elm trees. No Dutch elm trees. In no, it's Britain. right, yeah. absolutely right. But I mean, this one was yeah. quite bad. I have to say, yeah, very bad. Um, did you see the pictures of the trampolines yeah. of blowing onto railway tracks? Well, do you know
1: tracks? what? I mean, what sort of an idiot has that kind of thing in the garden? You don't tie it down.
2: <laughs> exactly. What do you think? It's going to be all right? <laughs> well, I have to say, I did. Uh, I did have to phone my gardener to say, "Can you put a couple of sandbags on that <laughs> trampoline in our garden, please?" I know because, yeah. yeah, I mean, part of the. But I mean, when they started announcing,
1: like Southeastern did this on the Saturday. Yeah. basically said that um, they weren't running any trains. And you kind of go, well, hang on a second, you don't have to stop all the trains. Surely you could run some trains, yeah. even if they go really slowly.
2: Yeah. Because you there's a trampoline so, in you? the way or something. Yeah.
1: Also, if there is a trampoline,
2: we can't. two guys just lift it off the track. It's just so crap, though, isn't it? It the is The way crap. we approach transport in this country. Well, is it, though? Because I think, I mean... Well, look, you know, I mean, if they can go through... They drive trains through, like, Siberia. Yeah. The Trans-Siberian Express... Yes. I mean, do they, if they cancelled that every time, it was a bit blowy outside. But
1: maybe they don't get any trampolines on the track, though. Mm, I mean, because so they don't many, have enough no. money to buy
2: them. So but many. what
1: about, I mean, yeah, I know what you're saying, but equally, things like... I'll tell you what annoys me when they say things like the Gatwick Express, you know, please only travel on the Gatwick Express if it's absolutely necessary. Well, why do you think you're on the yeah. Gatwick Express? because you're going you, to Gatwick. I mean, nobody to wants get... to go
2: to Gatwick unless it's absolutely no.
1: necessary. And what about all these poor people that were trying to land in planes and there was yeah. this kind of... Um, I was talking to one of my producers today. She said that she got sort of looped into this, um, somehow this, this uh, website, yeah. which was just showing planes landing in
2: wind. Ooh, was like, I couldn't stop looking yeah, at no, it. I know. I couldn't stop looking at there it. There was one the other day, though, landing at, I think it was at Heathrow, mm. and it was a, like a big BA jet. Yeah. And it and it came in, it was on its side. Yeah. And then they touched it down. Right. And then he went on for about 20 yards and then took off again. Amazing. Incredible. Skill. Was, there, I mean, the yeah. skill of these guys is Yeah, isn't because if you think, I mean, you're literally driving something
1: around the yeah. size of... Yeah, you know Wembley. Yes, it's not, I mean it's not just well, the not size sure of your that house, big, are they? Well, I mean, planes like, the size of Wembley. Well, I mean, maybe not quite as big as that, but bigger <laughs> than your house. But bigger than you know, when you talk about driving, it's like driving something as big as your house. Bigger than that. Yeah, You think, if you stood on the ground underneath yeah. and a jumbo jet... I'm more aerodynamic as well. Well, you, stood, you stand on... By the way, loads of people have sent footage of uh, flying cars, which have been... I've seen, have all been of seen, so rubbish, have seen all of that yeah.
2: They're called planes.
1: No, well, yeah, but the point is they, they do exist, though. But the point is, right, that if you if you stand on the tarmac of any airport runway yeah. and you look up... Oh, they're at, enormous, yeah. ...at the jumbo jet that's they're standing enormous. above you, I mean, that is a lot bigger than just a house. If
2: you ever it? go to... Uh, if you drive around La Peripherique in... Uh, uh, in Paris we yeah. go under where, where is that well, it's, the, it's like the M25. Oh, is that like, right. okay. Right. So there's, I think there's two. I think there's an outer and an inner. Okay. So, But the outer one sort of rings Paris, right. and, and part of it goes underneath the runway oh, at yeah. uh, Charles de Gaulle okay. Airport. And 405 t- does that in in California. Right. It goes underneath LAX. Right. If you're lucky enough to get the timing, mm. your car sort of goes under yeah, while yeah. the jumbo's going across. Yes. And you are right. It's I mean, huge. The, the scale is it's staggering. It's
1: unbelievable. In. It might not be Wembley, but certainly Stafford Bridge. Certainly Stanford, <laughs> Stanford Bridge <laughs> size, you know, which yeah. is a bit smaller, 35,000. <laughs> but you know it is terrifying though i i decided to drive up to uh to london i thought i'll do it while it's still light because at least then if you're going to hit something yeah. you know yeah. because it's i mean it's bad enough driving on the a21 without there being a massive storm yeah and there was twigs everywhere twigs like, yeah there was bits of bits of <laughs> how trees how slowly were you driving no to there notice was twigs well because there was a lot of them <laughs> there was loads of them right um yeah. and people were actually driving quite sensibly which was good yeah um and there was quite a lot of surface water on bits of it, but it, you know, it didn't feel at any point dangerous
2: until in your range rover. Well, in the range rover, yeah.
1: because that's why you have a car like exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah. You know, if you live in uh, somewhere where you don't need a four by four, then don't yeah. people
2: go? Oh, you don't need one of those in Britain. Well, you do now. Yeah. Because of you know so called climate change. Well, I had a moment the other day. Did in my, you? I did on a very wet day coming yeah. back from Norwich and on the A11... Came can they get wet electric cars? Because I've they're been not, driving... Is not a risk of a shock? <laughs> well, yes, no, it's a serious I mean, like question. That. Can they do that kind of crossing mm. rivers thing? Yeah. don't know. Anyway, find out soon, I'm sure. Right. But I was driving... Uh, and I've driven, like, 4x4s four for yeah. a, a decade or more. Yeah, we had that huge Volvo. Yeah, so we? I'm just used to having, like, the foot on the on the mm. bottom of the accelerator right. permanently. I thought Teslas were, were 4 x They're not 4x4s. Four no, you can get them 4x4s. Yeah. Four right. We got the cheaper one. Right. And... Uh, Anyway, came out of this uh, roundabout and just sort of gassed it a bit, Right. and the whole thing fishtailing. Oh my god! The... <laughs> kind of... That's a
1: nightmare. Oh, I oh once
2: took a. There was. Do you remember? You
1: might remember a story years ago um, of a couple in France who were on, um, you know, on holiday basically, and they had decided to go for a, a trip somewhere, and they noticed that there was this car following them, yeah, um, for quite a long period of time, and they started to get more and more concerned that this guy was like, you know, robbed them. Yeah, and it started to appear as if that was going to be the case, and yeah. they kind of took off, and this guy's followed at like high speed. Turns out the guy who was driving the car on holiday had done one of these advanced driving courses. Yeah, um, up at uh, Silverstone or somewhere, right? Right. And so he did a kind of handbrake turn a couple of times and got away. Right. <laughs> so you know, I was like, they, I was a reporter at the time for the Express. And they said, right, you're going to go and do one of these courses, right? But was the guy following them? Yeah. Oh, right. Turned out so out he was, was yeah. a bad guy. So he was a there. bad wow. guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and somehow they realised that. I don't know yeah. whether he, he hit them or something it's, happened. Yeah, they, it was the know, gunfire coming through the, the, the rear gun, window. The random gunfire. <laughs> anyway, so I went up to Silverstone, right, um, where they've got a sort of rally driving course. And it was great fun. Yeah. Um, but terrifying. But yeah. I learned how to do that understeer and oversteer yeah. and like sliding the car around. And it was really? an old Ford Escort, right, that you got in. There's nothing in it at all, apart from just, you know, some sort of a cage that you sat with the, uh, yeah. the, the the guy. And I thought, this is fantastic. I'm really good at this, right? Yeah. And I was going, I mean, you're li- he's literally telling you to drive at a wall. Yeah. And you kind of, everything in your head is going, this is madness. <laughs> but just at the last minute, you turn the wheel, yeah. you pull up the handbrake, and it just and it and the back of the along. car. And oh. then you have gun it, and you take
2: off, right? Have you seen those guys where they sort of, like, there's a parking space, and there's no room, yes. but they sort of slide yes. in there. It's amazing. Yeah.
1: Oh, incredible. Yeah. But of course, he then says, right, he says, now that you've done that, and you've actually done quite well, I was yeah. doing it about 45 miles an hour yeah. around this track, and it was all mud and everything, flying everywhere. Yeah. Um, he said, I'm going to show you how it's really done. He went, he went around the track at 90. Oh,
2: my God. And I'm going. Were you in the, in the passenger seat? And I'm in
1: suit? the passenger suit, yeah. But we were wearing crash it, so it was all fine. Yeah. But he was brilliant. I mean, he was a proper yeah. rally driver. But yeah. he was driving at the wall at 90, That's whereas great. I'd been driving at 40, you know. That's and the great. funny thing was, I, I had at the time, I had a Vauxhall Calibra, mm-hmm. which was a real kind of they pim- were quite tasty, weren't pimped they? Yeah. up sort of Vauxhall sports car. Yeah. It turned out uh, I had to give it up in the end for Brian Hitchin, who was the editor of the Daily Star, because right. he crashed his car. <laughs> and they, this was the best car they had in the fleet. And they're like, you're going to have to give that to Hitchin. Right. Um, but I, so I got back in this car to come back down the M1. And before I knew what was going on, I was doing about 145 miles an hour yeah. coming down the M1 because yeah. I'd been in this kind of speed
2: yeah. uh, place, you yeah. know. Um, and I and suddenly couldn't be yeah. yeah, it was Scary. amazing. Scary, so, so, I
1: mean, I've always quite fancied doing that.
2: Yeah. Do you know, there is I'm, a secret that's interesting. I went to um, Universal Studios with the kids you know, yeah. about a few years ago and uh, they do this kind of uh, stadium thing with stunt drivers and yeah. all of that. And they expose one of the tricks of the trade, which is, you know, if you see, like, a car chase thing and you see a car in reverse mm. driving at, like, oh, yeah. 40 miles an hour yes. in reverse down yeah. a narrow alley right. and not hitting anything, right. and you think, my God, that guy can reverse yes. a car quickly. Right. Well, apparently, there's a... Well, they showed us there was a, there's a driver in the boot right. with a steering wheel in the boot <laughs> facing backwards right. and with a little sort of slit <laughs> that he can look through. And so the, he's just sitting there driving normally why in don't reverse. They just,
1: why don't they just reverse the film?
2: I mean, wouldn't that be easier? It would be easier, but I'm, I'm I'm trying to think why it wouldn't work. Well, if you hit a dustbin, for instance, what we'll do Well, no, we'll do, because you film yourself going forward. all the stuff forward, flying like, out of the dustbin no, you fly film, it back in? No, you film yourself
1: driving forward, right? Yeah. And then you just play it back. Backwards, <laughs> don't you? And then you, you're basically going far. And you, the only thing is you wouldn't be looking back.
2: Yeah, but all of the sort of gust of the wind as you passed would be behind you. In, yeah, and, you and then when you played it back, it would be in front of you. It well, would be defying well, the laws can, of physics. I'm
1: sure you could CGI the hell out of that, couldn't you? <laughs> By the way, what about the Oscars? The Oscars, yes. um, you know, these great movies that were made, The yeah. Irishman, yeah, nothing, nothing no. which is as I suspected it would be, yeah. and also the other one, Once Upon
2: a Time in, um, in Hollywood, in Hollywood. Although Brad Pitt got Best Supporting Actor, did he for for that? Yeah, okay. And I, but I thought Leo DiCaprio's, uh, but you thought they between them would have got gross. a bit more than that, yeah. Well, what got f- the best film was this best thing, film was *Parasite*, South which Korean I haven't seen thing, yet. I haven't seen and either. apparently, if anyone tells you anything about it, it ruins it. So I'm not going to even go there. I'm not
1: even going to see it. I don't, Are you not? No. Well, I mean, it's I'm meant gonna, to be amazing.
2: Know. Well, why? What's well, it I don't about? know. I don't know. I mean, that's the whole bloody point. Well, I've yeah, got but no then, idea.
1: But people will always say, "Oh, it's really amazing because it's <laughs> South
2: Korean," right? <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic! Not, why has it never won? And why has this guy never won anything before? Well, he's just won. He's cleaned up every award yeah. on the planet now, right. and you're sitting there going, "It's because he's South American." I'm not saying so, no, like South Korean. So, South Korean. Do you think it's some sort of woke response? Well, to the various could academies? Be. I
1: mean, you know, old Joaquin Phoenix spent the best part of the evening telling us not to drink yeah. milk. Because Brad Pitt was very funny, though. Brad Pitt was good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I liked his Jeff Bezos joke.
2: Very good. Which was very good.
1: But That's, he's becoming a very funny guy. Yeah. Well,
2: he's, did you see the article saying that he's got script writers writing his acceptance speeches? I wouldn't be surprised, Yeah, because the jokes why, are good.
1: Because why wouldn't you? You'd yeah. just hire a lot. He'd probably hire the Saturday Night Live team, because yes. he's got that much money.
2: Of course, yeah. You know. you know,
1: to write your speech for he'd you. He'd probably do it for free.
2: It's Brad Pitt. Yeah, I Who know. He wouldn't. You I know. suppose so, yeah. He looks good, doesn't he? He's 56 years old, you know. Yeah, but, I mean, he didn't look as good as he used to. I'd, well, who does? Well, that's true. I think if I had hair, I'd mm. probably be in the sort of bald you're, park. You're quite
1: uh, rugged looking, though. Yeah. Don't yeah. you think? No, I, I would say I'm I mean, not you, a bad looking guy. Does your wife but... ever compliment you on your looks?
2: No. No? No. no. That's never going to happen, is it? No, no, no. She just says that. She calls me the ugly bald. That's nice. Yeah, to the kids. That's nice. So the kids now call me the ugly bald. Right. Shut up, ugly yeah, bald. that's nice. Yeah.
1: So you have no res- they show you no respect. No. None. that's shocking None. well at least it's kind of you know where you stand i suppose so you yeah. expect no special treatment you know where you stand. all i say to my lot is that all i want from you lot is a little bit of gratitude from time to time <laughs> you know for me you do you know, get any supplying you with a lifestyle to which you've become accustomed yes they're ones moaning about you know i've told them this year you know the year of the short corn because i've had to pay a big tax bill oh have you? and they're all moaning and groaning because we might not <laughs> we might have to go to dubai you know off season <laughs> Because it'll be cheaper, you know. Well, we really want to go. I said, well, I've got to go to Dubai to see my daughter. Yeah. It's a lot cheaper if I go on my own, actually. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe we could try that. Yeah. What? <laughs> you know, well, why wouldn't we go with you? You know, because I, I dread Dubai. I haven't been there since the 90s when oh, I went on gosh. a... On I a... must
2: say, I have been. I went there about five or six years ago and I wasn't totally enamoured with it. Isn't it really um, expensive? I'll d- I... I, I can't remember that. All oh, I can I think remember is... It sounds is... to me
1: like maybe it's just my daughter's uh, lifestyle because yeah. she's spoiled as well. But, you know, they, <laughs> they, she always seems to be in very expensive restaurants.
2: Yeah. I oh, know. I mean, for sure. The, and the drinks the, are the, expensive. The, oh, well, the drinks, obviously, because it's it's kind of only for tourists, mm. isn't it? But the, uh, I mean, the quality of the hotels. I remember staying in the Giorgio Armani hotel yeah. and it was everything you'd imagine well, it would that, be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Was it everyone yeah. dressed in black?
2: Everyone dressed in black. <laughs> All the girls were size six. Right. And all the blokes had kind of white stubble mm. and looked very suave. Of course, absolutely. Yeah. I
1: saw an amazing programme, actually, the other day, which was so weird that it was kind of mes- mesmerising. Yeah, in, in, I mesmeric. Keep watching it. Mesmeric, there you go. It
2: was about Ikea. Yeah. Oh, right. flat pack something or other. Have you i seen made a it? note to watch Have this. You seen it? I haven't seen it yet. They've no. got
1: this guy who's a right twat by yeah. the looks of him, who's yeah. some kind of designer. Yeah. And then you've got him; he's all mic'd up, you know, like the way you would be at these things. And he's yeah. sort of, but he's got he's surrounded by all sorts of different sofas. Yeah. And he's sitting on these sofas, and he right. starts talking about why bed is so important. Right. You know, like <laughs> oh, some kind of zen master it helps you sleep. No, but like some kind of zen master. Yeah. You know, and how it's a sort of you know for him it's a you know uh, it's an allegory of life and right. you know how people want beds to be <laughs> to, to sleep th- in yeah but you look at you're kind of going what's yeah. he talking about Yeah. then they have this great meeting um, where they discuss what should be on the cover of the, the catalogue yes right? which
2: is crucial isn't it which I suppose yeah. is crucial I've seen something else and where they, they do and they this, have this yeah.
1: um, sort of ethereal conversation about yeah. whether it should be something that people would have in their house yeah or whether it should be more kind of you know experimental looking yeah an eye-catching uh, an eye-catching yeah. and do you know how many um copies of their catalogue they print a gazillion 210 million good god so when you talk about you know green yeah. um yeah that's, that's a point. that's a hell of i mean because it's all glossy point. right that's like half of Siberia, and then you've got to presumably ship it halfway around the world. Yeah, and they also sell. His, I mean, can't believe I've become so like obsessed with this. Yeah, they sell a billion meatballs a year. Amazing! They're the tenth biggest producer of food <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Are they really? Yeah,
2: God, almighty. Isn't that that's like McDonald's were the yeah. biggest purveyors of coffee in the country. Is that right? Yeah, I think they've been overtaken by Costa now. But yeah. oh, for, for years and years and years, they sold more. Here's, than a, here's
1: more. A, uh, you want about an allegory for modern life. The yeah. former. A, a bank in the, the the town that I live in in Sussex which was a west, is now a Costa coffee is it yeah. they've actually taken over the building amazing you know they amazing. have put, they have put a new um cash machine outside but there,
2: they make nice um they make nice... Uh, those big banks with those huge ceilings do make nice Costa Coffee and Caffeineros. maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a fan of Costa Did you see, coffee. talking of IKEA, though, yeah. that they'd closed one down? Yeah, in Coventry. In Coventry. And
1: uh, your mate in mind, Terry Christian, made a twat Ugh. of himself, like, I, blaming it on Brexit. Really? Yeah, there's do surprise thing. me. I don't know why people keep giving him airtime. We've said this before, haven't we? Yeah. What is wrong with people giving him... Well, he's just a circus act. Well, he's an idiot. A
2: yes. total idiot. Yeah, but he's not the only idiot who gets That's there. That's true. Right? Yeah. There's
1: a lot of idiots about.
2: But I suspect that he has sort of started to cross a few lines. You won't, you can't see him going back on Good Morning Britain, for instance, could you? Well, I wouldn't have thought so. No. But although maybe Piers likes getting him in there. Well, yeah. He's too soft a target for Piers. Piers is better than too that. Too easy. Yeah, yeah too, too easy.
0: Selling a little... Or a lot... Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. shopify.com slash audioboom.
1: Speaking of soft targets, yeah. how about Sinn Féin? <gasps> hey. Amazing. Now, let's talk about that because yeah. uh, I think it's quite interesting that the the, the whole Leo Varadka, yeah.
2: um sort of experiment appears to be done. Well, isn't it interesting how your perception of a leader outside of the country is, like, completely different to the actual mm. reality. Yeah. I remember Margaret Thatcher, when she got kicked out, obviously the whole of Britain was heartily sick of it, yeah. but people outside could not believe it. Did you see, people by People in the, the way, States couldn't
1: believe it. No, I know. Did you see in the Daily Mail today? No. They have a double-page spread, I don't know why, on Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. Encompassing a panel on the side... How to get the Margaret Thatcher look. <laughs> I mean, have they finally gone mad over at Northcliffe House? That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen.
2: How to get the Margaret yeah. Thatcher look. And it, talks, it describes how <laughs> her lips were much fuller than you could realise. Well, well, didn't uh, Chirac said she had... Uh, what was it? She had lips like Caligula. And, Is that what he said? And No, eyes like Caligula and <laughs> lips like Marilyn Monroe. She had very hooded said. eyes, apparently.
1: Yeah. Which she, according to the mail, tried to uh, disguise. Yeah. I didn't know any of this. And no. also, I don't care.
2: And do you know her voice? Mm. So she started off, she was quite squeaky, quite yeah. high-pitched. Right. And she had voice lessons to say, talk lower, Margaret, mm. and people will take you more seriously. And, and they did. Right. I had Much a great, I had a great Mark
1: Thatcher story. To tell you, I was flying back from Dallas to New York one time. And yeah. I hadn't been doing a story about him. I'd been doing a story about something else. Yeah. But he, at one time, lived in Dallas because he was married to the daughter of one of the biggest car salesmen in, in Texas. Right. If you remember. Yeah. And there was a beautiful um, hotel called the Mansion on Turtle Creek. Yeah. Which I never actually ever stayed in, but you'd always hang around because that was where all the old barons were and all that. Right. Anyway, I got on a plane uh, to go back to New York. Somehow I got myself upgraded to business. Yeah. Right. And then realised immediately that in front of me was Mark Thatcher yeah. with one of his mates. Right. And he didn't shut up for the whole oh, trip. God. Droning on and on about some business deal. Right Over right. it was all quite tonight. interesting. I was yeah. busy taking notes behind him, <laughs> you know. And I thought, I can't let this go. So when we landed, I stood up um, and I said, uh, hello, Mark. He went, hello. Um, I said, my name's Mike Graham. I'm from the Sunday Times. Yeah. And he went, oh, <laughs> were you sitting behind us? I said, yeah. <laughs> I just looked at him. It was great. That's and crazy. he realised that he had made a total ass of himself oh, oh, by giving away all this information that he should never have given. Fantastic. And because, you know, in those days, nobody said, oh, you can't use that. It's yeah. on a plane. He was yeah. in a public place. Absolutely right. You know. Absolutely so right. So we nailed him the next week, I think.
2: Very good. Going yeah. back to Sinn Féin, though. Yes. I mean, it, it is... How did you get from there to there? It, well, I don't know. I, I
0: there's
2: there's went off organic tangent about something. But, yeah. Um, it is... Uh, it's crazy, isn't it, that... Well, I mean... Sinn Féin has this massive association with the IRA, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But that's that. Whether that has changed completely or well, I mean, it's just there are those who will tell you I that it know. hasn't changed. Yeah. I think it has. Yeah. I think. I think you know the, the world of politics moves on, doesn't it? Um, I mean, Gerry Adams is like well out the picture. Yeah. McGuinness is dead. Yeah. Uh, so it's and and the women that run it. Yeah. Uh, seem to be really strong, competent, right. clever people. Yeah, so. and, and they, they don't appear to have the
1: baggage from that particular no. era. I think what happens is that in the north, maybe, they still have that connection to some of the dissident yeah. groups, partly because the Catholics in the north, north of Ireland um, are very community-based and That's they're right. very Republican yeah. and they want the United Ireland and all that. It yeah. seems to me that in, in Dublin and in the rest of Ireland in the Republic, they're more interested. They were certainly not campaigning on a United Ireland. They weren't campaigning yeah. on anything other than just the economy. Yeah. And they weren't even campaigning that much on the EU.
2: And so, Virac is in, in trouble now, he isn't is. he?
1: You know? Apparently, he's being told by friends mm. uh, to just give it up and retire. Really, really. Walk away. God, he's only about 60. I know. I know. <laughs> well, it seems only like yesterday that he became the Taoiseach. The yeah, yeah. But it shows you just how interesting the world of politics has now become because yeah. it's very clear in most places around the world that coalitions are the way forward. Yeah. And yet here, in, in London, it's yeah. the exact opposite.
2: Well, I, I think that...
1: Is that because the other parties are so useless?
2: Well, no, it's just because of the system, isn't mm. it? Because if you'd, if you'd have had a first-past-the-post system here in 2015, you would have had a... I think you'd have... Well, you you would definitely have had a coalition mm. government, and and if you remember, Cameron scraped through and when got a majority. When you say, do you
1: mean a, 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 a not a first past the post system?
2: Sorry, yes, I beg your pardon. I mean, if you had proportional representation yeah. (PR), uh, Cameron wouldn't have got a majority mm. in 2015, yeah. uh, and you would. And it's in fact looking at it now with the sort of weakness of Labour and the. Uh, I mean, obviously Boris Johnson's got a big majority now, but would uh it'd be very interesting to know what would have been the effect if we'd have had PR in the yeah. last election and Well I suspect- one of the reasons
1: the Irish situation is so difficult to to figure out is because they've got it's worse than just PR it's single yeah. transferable vote. Yes. So you have to go through this kind of torturous process of round 1 then round 2 then yeah. round 3 until you get to the end. Gosh. Um and it's entirely possible that by the time it's finished that Sinn Fein will be
2: the biggest party. Yeah. But not having enough but for a majority. with only
1: twenty four percent, and the other
2: percent the other two have sworn not to make yeah. any alliances. Well, one of them
1: the- might not Veradka's lot, but the other lot, Fina yeah. uh, Fail, I think. Fina Fina I Fina. think they're now making noises about certain things that they would have to change if they were going to if they were going to do it.
2: Right, but that would put
1: Fina Gale out of power for a generation. Yeah. Probably. But
2: that, I mean, those two parties have had had it boxed off for yeah. a, a long, long time. So yeah. I think all, you know, change is good. Let's all. Embrace it. Well, I know.
1: think it's going to be interesting, except for the fact, and this is where your point of view would be interesting, you know, what about the United Ireland situation? Yes. What about What about whether it would change... Because they're now quite pro-EU, Sinn Féin. I mean, I can't believe they'd be more pro-EU than Varadkar was, but, you know, there will be mm. those in the north who might be a bit worried about it
2: because... Well, I think, you know, if you look at Sinn <coughs> Féin, and clearly it's being not not just normalised, but becoming or has become a perfectly respectable... Party and not just the sort of Catholic camp. I can't help but f- thinking that if Sinn Fein gets some role to play in governments in the Republic, that it will only in- increase accelerate the unification, which well, I-, I think th- I think is definitely going to happen. <laughs> I think it's only a matter of time. Do you? Yeah, because the demographics changing in the uh, in the Republicans' favour you know because they're largely catholic catholics yeah. have more babies than right. protestants so
1: are you telling me that there's fewer protestants in northern ireland now as a percentage than there
2: were yes is that true oh ab- absolutely really? and that the, 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 if you look at the line on the graph if it hasn't already crossed it's about to cross right. so that there's more republican families in in uh, northern ireland than there are uh, well it's been said hasn't it
1: that boris johnson in the end would sacrifice giving up scotland in order to get brexit yeah.
2: Yeah. he? If that's the well, case, I don't think it's going to be his choice. I think if there was a border poll in in Northern Ireland tomorrow, yeah. given that they voted to remain yeah. and feel very strongly about all the hassle of the border and all of that, I think they would vote to to but it's still join very the tribal, Republic, isn't
1: it? And the very DUP, I mean, the DUP is not as important a party in yeah. Ireland as they were in Westminster under Theresa May. Uh, no, that's rule. right.
2: But if but, you go to Belfast. Hmm. I mean, if people think it's all you know, love and roses, that it's mad. I mean, they've got these things called peace walls, which are like fifty feet high, dividing communities, Mm. and they're still regularly uh, and also they've still got
1: the um, the Land Rovers have still got the skirts that come down, so you can't throw a petrol bomb under them, and the police stations look like fortresses. Yeah, yeah. you know, there's absolutely no way that you can tell me that that. Is ready for unification. I mean, in mean, it's Ireland.
2: a lot, lot better. No one's blowing each other up, thank Christ. No, but it's uh, but to to sort of pretend that everything is harmonious is is delusional. That's what I mean. So yeah. I
1: think it's still quite a long way off. Yeah. in terms of you yeah. know those in Northern Ireland who don't want to leave the United Kingdom. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people who still don't want to leave. Oh, I think there'd be absolute and don't forget, if they, they did were vote to leave. Yeah. very much in the majority, weren't they? Yeah, of course they were. Yeah, you know the, the Protestant yeah majority. Uh, yeah. Was the, what was supposedly with the RUC and everything, yeah. um, you know, kind of basically pressing down and, yeah. and, and debilitating the Catholic population. Right.
2: But part of the Good Friday Agreement was that if ever there is a border poll, a vote, a mm. referendum, and the Northern Irish people vote for a majority to, and I think a simple majority, yeah. to uh, go back into the Republic, then it'll happen.
1: And what would happen to the
2: border then? Because all that talk there'd be no the, border. Of, no, there'd be no border in Ireland. Yeah. But I'm talking about between Ireland and Britain. Well, I mean, then, then be, actually, that would get simpler because Britain would then the United Kingdom would then just be Wales, Scotland, mm. and uh, England, right. and so we'd be a self-contained island. Could we not? Could we keep the name of the United Kingdom? I suppose
1: yeah. we could, couldn't yeah. we? Because it's the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Yeah. So you're still the United Kingdom of Great Britain. Yes, Without so Northern, Northern Ireland's
2: never been part of Great Britain no. anyway. Interesting. Yeah,
1: it's weird, isn't it? Because uh, I don't know if you saw the story um, today as well about the building of this bridge. I think I've actually spoken to the guy that's that's designed it. No, where's it? Going? It's a bridge between Northern
2: Ireland and Scotland. Ah, but this is nonsense. No, though, isn't it isn't. It? It is. No, isn't the guy it? Isn't actually drawn up. Um, plans? He's drawn. He's drawn a picture. Yeah. With a, this is doing, what you always a... say. You always say, oh, <laughs> somebody's got... drawn a picture. Well, it's true,
1: isn't it? No, it's he's like you you're flying cars. No, he's a draftsman. He's yeah. an engineer, right? Oh, so, so a draftsman's
2: yeah. drawn up a picture. Well, it's a bit different from me drawing. If I drew a mate, picture I of a bridge, mate, I could sit down right? and get a map of Scotland yeah. and Ireland and if draw I drew, a bridge over. If
1: I drew, like you know, like my equivalent of the fourth Rail Bridge across, you know, because I can draw. It would
2: look very much like his, probably. No, it wouldn't. I think
1: his looks are far more detailed and a uh, very much so, more complete
2: so technical drawing. We used to do it at school, technical yeah. drawing. So that's well, what the it thing, is. So hang on a minute. The thing you used to do at school, yeah. this bloke's done on a picture that's of like, Scotland that's like and saying, Ireland.
1: Yeah, that's like saying, I uh, used to do physics at school. Yeah. Oh, look, there's a physics professor. He must be a total twat <laughs> because he's doing what you did at school. <laughs> no. No, but physics professors do more than...
2: Technical, Just drawings, GCSEs.
1: No, technical drawing means that you have to draw something yeah. exact yeah. which can then be made yeah so you're now convinced that there's <laughs> going to be you're, you're, Listen. when is this bridge getting built well it won't take it will take about 50 years probably no bridge <laughs> i mean you know hs2 which they're going to say yes or no to apparently yeah. this week is not going to be ready properly till about 2045 is that right yeah Come I mean, on, I'll be sorry. dead by the time I'll they've got dead, you know yeah. two minutes quicker getting to sure. London. You Bring know. it up
2: the sooner the Unbelievable. better. Unbelievable. So
1: you can imagine, you know, if the Chinese <laughs> are building it, they would have it done by the end of February. Well, not you know. not
2: not today they wouldn't. What, You
1: mean you're worried about the coronavirus? The old
2: corona. yeah.
1: Well, I still can't work out whether this is something to worry about or not. <sighs> I really don't. I mean, even though I keep getting this, you know, persistent cough, and <laughs> Do uh, you? I get can't get out of it. <laughs> I can't get rid really, of Well, I had this cold, right, that kind of went through Christmas. Yeah. Have you been then, to Wuhan lately? I haven't been to Wuhan, no. no. I'm pretty sure. But although I did go quite near uh, Chinatown the other <laughs> week. But I don't think that <laughs> counts, to be honest. I was in Leicester Square. Um, no, but I mean, um, I then had that, you know, illness, you know, yeah. that 24-hour bug. Yeah. And then the cold came back. Yeah. So it's kind of like a
2: little tickle. It's still in there.
1: It's kind of, yeah. I'm having to take. I've Lems got it. something.
2: I've got a little virus can't in get me rid of that it. I can't shake. And no. It rears But up I now did again.
1: actually have a doctor on the show, and I said, "How yeah. do I know I haven't got coronavirus?" Yeah. And He said, "You definitely haven't got it." But by the end of the conversation, he was saying it's very unlikely. You might have. I said, "Well, so it's
2: one in a... I said, "It's one in." I, said, I travel on the tube every Relax. day.
1: It's possible. <laughs> have you heard about this guy who's the super spreader?
2: Yes who's uh-huh.
1: apparently a businessman, went to Singapore, yeah. then went to a skiing lodge, infected everybody on that, they yeah. got a couple of planes, Yeah, and this guy's given it to everybody. I know, he's right? spread it around the world. How do you yeah. know that you're not standing on the tube next to somebody who's given it to you? It's
2: these poor guys in the on the boat in Yokohama, I feel sorry oh, it's for just the cruise? Well, yeah, there's yeah. 3,000 people on right. this boat, and, and every day... And they can't day, leave their room. They're all stuck in their rooms, and right. every day the rate of infection's doubling. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's only I mean, it's a matter of time. to be
1: laughed at, I suppose. Have you also, ever read...
2: Uh, there's a book called The Plague by Albert Camus. I that have famous the plague. existentialist Quite goalkeeper, a short book, isn't it? Yeah. But it's a brilliant Did story. Did You say existentialist goalkeeper? Yeah, Camus was like What's a great goalkeeper? existentialist philosopher, but he was a fantastic goalkeeper as There's well.
1: There's another Camus you're talking
2: about, aren't you? No, 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 it's the same Camus, Albert really? Camus. Honestly, yeah, looking him up, he what was a great goal, he was a great goalkeeper. I think he played for Algeria or something really? like this, or some first division <laughs> team in Algeria. He was really good. Really <laughs> good. Did he not live in France? No, he was born in Algeria, yeah, I know, which but I is why he moved to France, didn't he? Well, yeah, I mean, sure, they flitted, it, flitted in and out, yeah. But anyway, this book, The Plague, it's yeah. a fabulous book, it is. With... Uh... A town getting locked down yeah. because there's bubonic plague yeah. in the town mm. and being completely sealed mm. and sort of what happens to everybody right. and how people react.
1: Yeah, and no, it, and so it I it's a fantastic yeah. book. it When I was
2: quite young, actually, yes, I might have to go back and read it again. It's very good. Well, I thought you know you could adapt it now, mm. but, uh, but set it on this cruise ship. Yeah, and everybody locked in, and it would be like the Poseidon Adventure meets you know the Black Death kind of thing.
1: <laughs> be great. Yeah, you could like the Black Poseidon. You the could Black. Have. Death the side Death film adventure Film 2.
2: Film. Do, you remember, Inferno? Um, do you remember when Kelvin McKenzie went to um, the Cannes Film Festival? No. He had this idea, and I don't know why, but he had this idea. Titanic had just been out and was a massive hit, and McKenzie thought, right. I know what I'll do. There's a sequel to this. This is the
1: James Cameron version, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah.
2: So he had this idea, and the pitch was... Titanic two, right. it missed the iceberg, right? <laughs> and, and Leslie Nielsen, right. the uh, guy from Police Squad, was playing the captain. Yeah. And the opening scene, and I think this is as far as they got. The opening scene was Nielsen grappling with some beautiful, nubile, right. you know, stewardess right. on 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 the bridge, uh-huh. and they're heading towards the um, the iceberg, right. and they could these two collapse into into the floor right. in an amorous uh entanglement the wheel, her think. her bra strap gets caught on the uh, right. steering wheel and spins it round, and the ship goes past <laughs> the iceberg that's as far as that they sounds
1: got. like what a kelvin's idea
2: unsurprisingly i don't think it got any fun strangely
1: i mean funnily enough did i not also see a statistic that said that they the film raised the titanic cost more to yeah. make than actually when they tried to raise the titanic
2: do you not remember the great quote from lou grade mm. who made the film yeah. he said he said, "Raise the Titanic. They may have, they might, they'd have been better off lowering the Atlantic." <laughs> That's right. That was exactly right. Um, we've reached the end of the uh, of the show. Oh
1: no! Surprisingly, As so we... we haven't really talked properly about the coronavirus. We might have to do it on Thursday. Let's see. It. But Because oh, by then we might have both got it. We might be dead. We could be. We shouldn't laugh, should no, we? No, we shouldn't. It's not no. funny. It Wait, I'm not laughing. I'd any like laughing to... matter at all? Not at all. It's this very is very Police. We'll be back on Thursday. <laughs> Brad Pitt was good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I liked his Jeff Bezos joke.
2: Very good. Which was very good.
1: But That's he's becoming a very funny guy. Yeah. Well,
2: he's, did you see the article saying that he's got script writers writing his acceptance speeches? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Because the joke's why, are good. Because why wouldn't you? You
1: yeah. just hire a he's He'd probably hired the Saturday Night Live team, because yes. he, he's got that much money.
2: Of course, yeah. You, you know. know, to write his speech for He'd you. He'd probably do it for free. It's Brad Pitt. Yeah, who I know. Wouldn't, you I know? suppose so, yeah. He looks good, doesn't he? He's fifty six years old, you know. Yeah, but I mean he doesn't look as good as he used to. I well, who does? Well that's true. I think if I had hair, I'd mm. probably be in the sort of bald you're, park.
1: You're quite uh,
2: rugged looking, though. Yeah. Don't yeah. you think? No, I, I would say I'm I
1: mean, not you, a bad looking guy. Does your wife but... ever compliment you on your looks?
2: No. No? No. no.
1: That's never going to happen,
2: is it? No, no, no. She just says that. She calls me the ugly bald. That's nice. Yeah, to the kids. That's nice. So the kids now call me the ugly bald. Right. Shut up, ugly yeah, bald. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. So you have
1: no res- they show you no respect?
2: No, no. That's shocking. No. no. There's a book called The Plague by Albert Camus. I that have famous read the Existentialist Quite goalkeeper, a short book, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a brilliant Did story. Did you say existentialist goalkeeper? Yeah, Camus was like was he a, a great goalkeeper? existentialist philosopher, but he was a fantastic goalkeeper as There's well. There's
1: another Camus you're talking about
2: aren't you? No, 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 it's the same Camus. Albert really? Camus, honestly, yeah, looking him up, really he was he a great goalkeeper. He was a great goalkeeper. I think he played for Algeria or something really? like this, or some first division <laughs> team in Algeria. He was really good, really <laughs> good. Did he not live in France. No, he was born in Algeria. Yeah, no, which but I was just why... to France, didn't Well, uh, yeah, I mean, sure, they flitted, a it, flitted in, in and out. I was just
1: telling somebody the story, actually, about that, because uh, I was on honeymoon, believe it or not, in France, having just got
2: married. I, I can believe it, because you must have had about 27 honeymoons. Well, or I've something. only had one honeymoon, in really? okay. I've had
1: many honeymoon periods. Okay.
0: <laughs> Selling a little or a lot. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. shopify.com slash audioboom.
2: Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Melina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Melina. Visit meetmelinaca.com. Let's talk today.